Alright, well this is episode number two of my unpopular podcast. Um, <clears throat> me and the wife are driving home from our uh, little mini vacation we just took. Uh, bow fishing and running. So we wanted to do a podcast about... I've actually <clears throat> wanted to do this for a long time. Um, because I get a lot of people that really are curious how I keep a normal life, normal family and still work, you know, work like I do and, and hunt like I do. Um, so a lot of that revolves around my support system, which is my wife, my lovely wife who's here with me. <laughs> and, uh, uh, the last podcast I tried to do this, um, we, it didn't really, she didn't get to talk as much, and so we're going to try to let her do most of the, the talking and, and get some of her aggression out on me, so, alright, we're just going to talk a little bit about our uh, trip first, she kicked my ass, she shot a bigger fish, I uh, shot a tiny paddlefish, she shot a big one, so I'm just going to let you tell the story a little bit. Uh, yeah, well, we got got to Yankton, got to the river on Thursday at noon, and took the boat out, um, found some spots. We had some friends there fishing, too, so they helped us out find the good spots and fish around, and didn't have a whole lot of luck for a while, and then came across a group of them. You shot yours that night? Yeah, I shot mine. It was basically just... The paddlefish is crazy because they're just... And they were pretty deep. They weren't coming close to the surface. So it was basically just shadows in the in the water. Um, so you really can't tell how big they are. <laughs> not making excuses. Yeah, you can't... <laughs> not making excuses, but... Um, I feel like it's, easy, it's harder to hit a small one than a big one. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, I ended up locking into one that evening... It turned out to be a pretty small one, which, you know, whatever. Um, and uh, But we didn't have a lot of shots at paddlefish that first day. We're shooting a few little carp. Um, and then the second morning, we got anchored up in a pretty good spot. And she was the only one fishing. Um, and uh, she got a few shots. Go ahead. Yeah, I did. I had quite a few shots. They they were still deep. Um, every now and then we'd have one come by kind of under the surface. They could see a little bit. And some of them were rolling just a little bit. Not many at that point in time. But um, I shot actually like four. And we couldn't get one into the boat. I lost, yeah, lost four of them before I ever got one in the boat. But finally I had two come quite a ways out there. But they were closer to the surface. And so got a good shot and actually surprised myself I didn't think we got it but got one in and so Jake kind of barrel wrestled it into the boat <laughs> to make sure we were gonna yeah, get to keep it I did not want to lose that thing it was a good sized fish so finally got one in the boat and Jake had to do some YouTube tutorials on how to fillet a paddle fish <laughs> but we did it and got him got him in the cooler yeah it was uh it was a pretty good trip um we're, we were able to uh, kind of do... It's been a while since we... So we had our son uh, like 15 months ago. And 
we haven't had a lot of time away together. Actually, we we only went on. This is basically our first trip away uh, for a you know number of nights. You know, we were gone for what three nights, four nights. So uh, it was a, it was a lot of fun. We were able to keep bow fishing for a little bit. Um, you know, do the date night thing eat some terrible food, terrible for you food, and uh, just have some fun. Um, that was the the beginning of the trip, and then for some reason we decided we needed to go run. Uh, she has some friends that live, it just all kind of worked out. She's got some friends that live not far from there, have a lake house, um, and there just happened to be a marathon going on at that time. She was asked to be uh, in the in the relay portion of it, we were only 45 minutes away, so um, we des- I decided that that was going to be my official marathon. That was one of my bucket list things for this summer um, to do is to run a marathon. Thank God it's over. Um, <laughs> you want to talk about your relay? You're winning you, the way you you guys. Champions of the relay. <laughs> no, there was only one relay team, so this is not a very big event. They don't get a ton of runners. They said there was like 40 marathoners and 65 yeah. half marathoners, and we were the only <laughs> relay team. And then they did a fun run 5K for you know kids or whoever. So, um, but it was fun. It was a fun little place to run. Um, the elements were not ideal. It was. 80 degrees, mid 80s. Um, Jake started at 5 a.m. and I think even when he started, it was like 77 or 75 degrees or something at five. And then we sent him on his way, and then my relay started at six. And so there was five of us, or I guess we had a team of four, but there's five legs. And so uh, my leg was only 4.1, so I had a nice easy run compared four, to four miles in 20 some mile per hour wind. And- 80 some degrees is not nothing yeah it was the wind was the toughest thing it was yeah 20 miles per hour and probably gusts up to 30 yeah gusts yeah and it's out in the middle of nowhere south dakota where i mean it was just flat openness um so there really wasn't any uh shelter from the sun or the the wind and really nothing to look at um yeah, it, it was, was fun. It worked good because I could. We had exchanges, you know, five different exchanges, and so I was able to drive around and meet Jake at different spots. They had aid stations and stuff too, but I could go find him and, you know, on his course somewhere and feed him some snacks and toss him some water. And I walked with him a few times, a few places, just to give him some company for a while. So yeah, it. Uh, I don't know if the long distance game, running game, is for me. Um, I am glad that I did it. I'm glad it's over and I'm moving on to <clears throat> more specific sheep prep. I'm gonna spend more time with a backpack on, um, doing a little weight training and uh, backpack cardio, that kind of stuff. I'll be able to mix it up. I'm still gonna run because I feel like I've gained a lot of, uh, you know, I don't wanna lose that. Um, what I've gained in running and it's honestly in my mind the best mental um challenge you know I hate running I don't know so when I go for a longer run 
Um, it's very mentally challenging, also physically challenging, but it it definitely challenges me mentally. Um, so it's good training. I'm glad that part's over. I can kind of branch out. Um, that's kind of always been the plan is, you know, for this sheep hunt. Uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm down under 200 pounds now. So I'm down 30 from where I was, my fat self, my fat ass. So anyway, <clears throat> enough of that. Um, we're going to get right into some of the questions that we got, some of the ones that more pertain to really what I wanted this podcast to be about is, um, I, I get a ton of people that wonder how I make it work. And I've got a lot of friends that are, um, as dedicated to hunting as I am. And, and most of them ha- have been divorced, um, at least once. And, uh, I, I always attribute my success to, uh, my wife and my family. And that's really the, the whole earn your hunt, um, premise is, you know, you really got to take care of things at home so that you earn the fact, you know, you earn the right to be out there. And that's a, that's more than just yourself. It's more, you know, your wife is, or your support system, your significant other, your, your husband, whatever, whoever you have, that person has to be somebody fairly special to live this life. And I kind of want to get Lana's perspective out there. Um, so other guys can kind of see, you know, and, and, you know, maybe show their wife, you know, what, you know, I don't, this life isn't for everybody. And so don't, don't take this as gospel. This just works for us. Um, so we'll start with the questions and I have a few things that I want to talk to Lana about. And I definitely want, don't want her to hold back because I know it's not always easy. And I think some people think that, um, it is like Lana just, just takes care of it and uh you know we struggle now and then both of us and that's life anything you know worth doing is not easy so let's jump into the questions just go ahead and you read them and then you say your part I'll you know jump in when I can or feel like it so one of the questions was I'm curious how supportive she is of you being gone so much and that is a big obstacle for a lot of people, you know, people, families, couples. Um, and it has been for us too, honestly. It's been a learning curve for us, especially as we our family has grown from one kiddo to two. And um, so um, I try to be as supportive as I can. I'm not going to say I'm 100% always probably uh, real supportive of every trip. Um, or sometimes it's honestly, it's hard for me to be excited when he tells me about all of his trips in the fall that are coming up and everything that he's doing and how much he's going to be gone. Um, sometimes it is hard for me to be like, Oh yeah, I'm so excited for everything you're going to go do. Cause in my mind, you know, it's, I'm running through, okay, I've got, that's a, it puts a lot of extra stress on me. Um, a lot of extra tasks and things that I've got to pick up and do, but, um, But Jake and I have been through this a lot too, and we've talked about how, you know, this is a huge part of his life. And if he's not going out and doing these trips and hunting the way he wants, he's not going to be the same person. Um, This is what keeps him happy. It's what keeps him driven. And if I can support that and be a part of that, then I'm going to as much as I can. Um, But I 
I definitely don't want anyone to think that I'm just okay with him being gone all the time. We definitely, it's brought up some arguments from time to time and it's sometimes I feel like I, I have trouble planning like my own little trips or things that I want to do because he has his things planned out, you know, two years in advance. My stuff is more like, oh, in a month I'd like to go on this trip with some girls or something like that. And it's, so it's hard for me to kind of manage some of those things because I have to be way more prepared and organized to make sure that we can kind of be flexible with each other's schedules. Yeah, I, I, she, um, I feel, feel like she's extremely supportive. Um, my biggest thing is, yeah, I, I know that it's hard on her and I know that, um, when it's not just see and like I said this may not pertain to you um but you know like this year we were just talking about it and I am literally going to be gone pretty much the entire month of August I'll be gone I don't even have a plane ticket home I'm going to be gone for uh three weeks probably minimum and then after that I come home I drew a tag in Nevada I'll probably be home for like three or four days and then to Nevada for a week. Um, then I'll be home for, you know, maybe three or four days. And then on to the next tag that I drew. Um, and possibly, you know, so I'll basically be gone for two straight months. Um, and that is not, <clears throat> you know, I mean, maybe for a uh, army wife that that is actually... Uh, would be actually good (laughs) but if you're not used to that that's that's tough and the good thing about us is we didn't just jump into that Um, we've been doing that forever at a at a smaller pace you know back before you know when I was starting my business you know I couldn't be gone quite that much I was still gone quite a bit but uh, you know we've worked up to this stage And I feel like she's always been super supportive of me. Yes, we do have our fights. And yes, I know it wears on her at times. But when it counts, there's been many hunts where I've been ready to come home. I know it's, I know the kids, I know it's been tough on her. And I know she misses me. And, you know, the whole, I've talked about homesickness a a little bit. I'm going to do more on it later. But homesickness is the biggest killer of hunts in my mind uh, because if you're not used to it, that can be your excuse and it, it's a good one. You want to go home to your family. You feel obligated to be there and go ahead. That's probably where I feel like I'm, that's probably where my support comes in the most. Yeah. I would say my anticipation up to those hunts is probably the worst part for me where he probably feels <laughs> worse because I'm not as supportive about him going on these trips. I try to be, but, you know, he can see my anxiety rising and things from him knowing he's going to be gone. But then when he's on those trips and he's saying, like, oh, I'm missing you guys or I'm just, it's not going well. We're not having much luck. We're not seeing anything. To me, then I'm like, you're already gone. You're there. You, you know, this is what you want to do. Put your whole heart into it. Don't come home early because I know that just means another trip down the road. Like, you need to stay there. Hunt your heart out you know, do your best. And if you get something you do, if you don't, you don't, but don't give up. Don't come home early or anything like that. Like you're there, get it done. You know, 
that's that's exactly that's perfect what she said right there i i feel like when it counts she's 100 percent um supportive and it's genuine support it's not faked and i can feel that and uh yeah i mean honestly that's it that's that's that whole question right there is is we still struggle like anybody because it is a struggle being a single mom if there are any single moms out there you deserve a medal um it's it's not easy i i spend one day with my kids and i'm ready to pull what hair i have left which isn't much out so what's the next question what are some compromises both can make when earn your hunt turns into all earning and no hunting? I'm going to start this one because the way I read that is, um, and I know this guy, he's, he's a hard worker, like crazy amount of hours, um, just started his own business, dude's killing it. Um, and you know, then, you know, after a 15 hour, 16 hour day, he's at home with the kids and doing dishes and i mean he's he's doing all the things earn your hunt is all about every day and getting after it and i know what it's like starting a business and you got to put everything you have into that business uh to make it successful and it's hard to say no to money because you never know when the next you know, opportunity is, I mean, you're, that's it, you know, pay your paychecks 100% on whether or not, you know, you do a good job and get another customer. It doesn't, you know, so, but what I would say to that is this guy is, is, is working a ton and, and losing out on some of his hunting opportunities and, my theory on it is it's it's hard to do but sometimes you got to know whether the juice is worth the squeeze and what i mean by that is um you can say no to a client or you can tell a client or a customer that hey i just don't have time for that now you know down i one thing i always say is hey i hate turning work away but i'm so busy um if you can't wait you know, and you get someone else, I hope you, you know, don't, uh, at least ask next time. You know what I mean? I mean, all you can do is, is tell people the truth and overextending yourself is not a good, you know, you want to work hard, but there's a point where it's just too much. So what I would say to that guy on, on the end of, uh, of the business end is try to, you you should be making more money as a as a your you know per hour, uh, well, it maybe not per hour, but more money as a self employed person. I mean that's the whole point. You you have all the risk out there. It really should be making more money. So in certain times when it's hunting season, uh, maybe that that month you don't make near as much, but you you made up for that. That's the whole point of working your butt off certain times of the year. Um, and I know that doesn't work for everybody, but, uh, you can, you can make your schedule. I mean, you're the boss, so make it fit what you want it to fit. And the compromise thing, I'm going to let Lana kind of talk that one over. Yeah. I think on that 
topic, um, the way we would maybe deal with that is just making, making those trips, whether it's a hunting trip or maybe you're taking a trip together with your significant other or whatever, um, it has to be a priority too. And maybe that only means one, you know, longer weekend in a year. Maybe that's all it is. But still, scheduling it out in front so you know where it's at and making sure, just like a job, you know, you're going to schedule a job and you have your due dates and you have to get things done. Like, well, this weekend is out there. It's scheduled as a priority. It's going to happen. There's no, um, we're not going around it in any way, you know, so don't make excuses to miss it or anything like that, which sounds kind of odd because I mean it is just a vacation or whatever and it's obviously not a job or anything like that but I still think you have to make that time for yourself and for your family because if you're not giving yourself that time you're probably not being the best employee or boss or dad or mom you know I think you have to have some of that time for yourself to to be the best person for your family yeah as far as the yeah I mean that's that's perfect the the compromise um i i really don't know that we look at what we do as as compromising even though we do um what i try to do is when i'm at home um and i know this gentleman does this he's getting after it you know he's being there for the kids even though he's working a ton of hours um and i guarantee his wife is working hard too because i i try to do as much as i can to help out around the house um, and I try not to like rub it in her face but I do I, <laughs> if I if I do the laundry because I'm not a laundry guy I do say it but maybe don't do that um, but what I'm trying to say is just do as much as you can when you're around because when you're not around they're picking up all your slack and their own because they're always you know moms do a lot um, so yeah, I don't really know what, what sacrifices we each make. Um, it all comes down to hard work. That's it. it. You you work hard at work, but you also have to work hard at home. And uh, if your wife is a hard worker, um, you know, which most wives are, that's that's the key. I really, you know, I really think it's just hard work. So what's... Did you have something to add to that? Well, and Jake's always very supportive of me, too, which... I always tell him, you know, you can't tell me I can't go on a trip because he goes on all of these trips. So he is very supportive. If I ever do have anything I want to go do, of course he's like, I yes. usually tell you to go and you then you, you make some excuse not to go. I'm like, you yeah. should go. Well, all moms that are listening understand mom guilt, I'm sure. And men, no, <laughs> they don't have that as much. I'm going to say that is yeah, that's, complete honesty. That's a genetic thing. But um, you still got to make your time for yourself and go. And, and if we make a trip together... Um, you know, every trip we go on is a hunting trip. I'm not going to lie about that. <laughs> but he does always make sure that there's something in there, too, that I fully enjoy. And, like, this weekend was a great example. You know, I enjoy the bow fishing very much, and it was a lot of fun. Um, but I was glad to be able to go to the lake and see my friends and, you know, do kind of more of my thing, too. So, on that, you know, we do compromise on that way if we are taking a trip together. But Yeah, it's it's just... You just got to work at it together, and that's that's the whole key. Is is don't look at it as compromise. Look at it as is sharing the load as much as you can. And uh, if you know you're going to be gone, try to try to absorb some of the extra load off of her. You know, a few weeks before, or as as much before as you can. 
um, and don't look at it as, hey, I'm doing this for you, so you know you owe me. Just do it because you want to do it, and that that sometimes it's hard to do, and you can think about it that way. You can think, um, you know, you owe me, but don't say it <laughs> out loud. Um, so anyway, what's what's the next question? Pre kids versus post kids. Um, this wife struggles with an empty household when I'm gone. Um, that one's kind of a tough one for me because we don't have that anymore. We did, you know, when Jake and I were first together before we had kids, when he was on his trips, um, I did definitely miss him. I was more lonely. I was the type of person that I don't, I like to be around people. I'm very social. I like to have him around. Um, so I did struggle with that a little bit before. Now... If I can have an empty household, I'm like, thank God, some time to myself. <laughs> but, um, yeah. Now, that's a tough one it, because it, it is hard to think back. Um, but. We just made sure to FaceTime and call as much as we could. Um, you want me to tell some embarrassing stories about you? Sure. I don't remember. I don't even know what you're talking about. <laughs> uh, when we were first together and it was real, you know, fresh and exciting and whatever, Jake actually would write me some letters before <laughs> oh, yeah. he left on hunts and they would have, they he would have them like labeled day one, day, you know, seven, whatever. And I wasn't supposed to open these letters until that day that he was gone and then read them or whatever. That's going to really... <laughs> show your sensitive side yeah. it's probably embarrassed by that but that doesn't happen anymore but say, that's uh, something now that we've talked about him doing for the well, kids well I was going to say I, well and I do that a little bit for the kids I've done videos for the kids like once the pre-kid post-kid you are co- like people will tell you kids change everything and that's a 100% true it doesn't have to change the main thing is it does not have to change the fact of the things that you want to do like it has not changed um you know i don't i didn't give up hunting i just had to figure out a way to make it work um and it changes everything and and so it basically changes the dynamic of your relationship too we've talked about this before and any parent out there is going to know exactly what i'm talking about it you don't love that person less but it, you're, the, key, the love you have for your kids is a completely different love. And, you know, I, I tell Lana, I'm like, I don't love the kids more than you. It's just we put all of our, like, when we say goodbye, we may not say I love you to each other as much as we say it to our kids. It's just, it just changes. And, that you know, it makes it sound bad. But I still love Lana more than anything in the world. But... You know, when you're coming home from being gone for two weeks, the first thing I want to do is scoop my little girl up and give her a huge hug and kiss. And I want to, you know, um, and, and Lana kind of comes last. And it's not because I love her any less, but but kids change everything. Um, so you, you kind of start doing that stuff, you know, the letters thing the videos, the daily, you know, the daily things, it's more for the kids once they're around. And then we're not post kids yet. So we can't, (laughs) can't give a lot of insight on that yet. But I, I, they, yeah, well, they're saying post kid, like after you have kids is what I'm, I take this question as before you have kids and you don't, you know, it's just two of you. 
and then after you have post kids meaning after you have kids and they're in the picture so would you say it's obviously gotten harder to for me to be gone once we had kids not because you miss me but because you you want me there for for aid for help right i mean that's yeah i mean i obviously miss him too but yeah there's there's things well i mean right now we have a very good like bedtime routine where they kind of both both of our kids go to bed at the same time and jake puts alexa to bed and i put jace to bed um and so that works out perfect. So then, I mean, it just kind of throws a wrench in their normal routine. And anyone with kids knows when you mess up a routine for a kid, it just causes kind of stress and uh, on everybody. And it makes it harder for the kiddos. And so, um, so just little things like that, that obviously, yeah, I'm like, well, I wish, you know. And then I put the kids to bed and then it's the dishes and, you know, packing lunches for the next day. And it's just a lot more, which is fine. It's not even that big of a deal. It just takes a little more time and prep and organization on my part. Um, which is something that we really have talked a lot about and working on. And then also just having a support system or a babysitter, you know, kind of in my back pocket to make sure if I am going to need a little extra help, I know who I can call right away. I've already talked to them. You know, they're going to be available to me if I need them or family or anything like that. So just being prepped and organized and ready. Yeah, our, we we have a pretty good support system in our and our parents too you know my mom helps a little and your mom has uh come and stayed with us a few times um just to help out because it it is a lot and as a wife my suggest my wife is so proud she doesn't like to ask for help but i'm like hey i i'm willing to like pay somebody to help out you know come and watch the kids so you can get some stuff done And she is so proud she doesn't want to do that. But I think that... And she's coming around a little bit to that idea. But I think the if you can... The more prepared you can be for that trip uh, ahead of time, the better. You know, and if you can't, you know, hire somebody... um, There's always something that you can do. You know, maybe you meal prep a bunch of stuff and put it in the freezer before you leave. Like, that's something I've talked about doing uh, this year is just helping out, you know, putting a bunch of things that she can just come home and not have to worry about that part. So look at that kind of stuff, you know, when you have kids or even if you don't have kids, you know, try to help out as much as, as you can. But uh, before before you leave or before you have kids, um, the loneliness thing, that would be just a... You know, I don't know what I had done at that point. I guess, um, you know, try to tell her to, to uh, you know, get out and do stuff. You know, plan your own stuff. Even if it's just girls' night, you know, with, the fr- with your friends. Or uh, don't just sit at home. And that's just, I mean, most wives would be like, yeah, I don't. Yeah, duh. Like, don't, <laughs> don't tell me to leave the house. I get that. But... Um, you just got to do it gingerly, I guess, you know, like, oh yeah, well you should start a, like maybe two weeks before, just be like, yeah, yeah, you you know, maybe you guys should start a weekly book night or something at the house. I don't know, something that you wouldn't actually want to happen at your home. Uh, but (laughs) you, you know, try to help out where it's their idea. Um, 
and they don't know you're helping, I guess. Uh, anything to add to that? <laughs> What's the next question? Um, you two have a bucket list hunting trip you'd like to take together. What's yours? What's your li- on your list? You know what mine is, but what's on yours? I'm curious. Um, you know, honestly, it's probably the same. It's probably the Africa trip. Yeah. Because, for one, I've never been out of the country. Um, I know you get to see a ton of animals. Um, just something new for me. Yeah. I always say taking your wife or your kids um, on a, on their, you know, when they're not diehard hunters, I feel like the best kind of hunting is, um, where they get to see a lot of animals. Um, it's, you know, Lana doesn't like to be cold. So, which I'm usually so busy early season that she only gets to go when it's freezing cold. But, uh, you know, the key is for it to be fun. And I, I figure Africa, you know, we would do it the in a way that it would be um, pretty enjoyable, you know, stay in more of a lodge type place. Um, she would get to shoot a lot of animals, see a lot of animals, even if she wasn't shooting all of them, um, depending on our money. <laughs> but that that's my biggest uh, bucket list, I think, that it, I think would be a lot of fun together. Um, Jake knows I, I didn't grow up in a hunting family at all. Um, I didn't do any kind of hunting until I met him. And so I'm still very much in the beginner stage of it, um, honestly. And since we've had kids, I definitely haven't done it as much as when we first got together. But um, he knows I'm, I'm not real patient. I don't sit in a blind for a long time for very well. Um, and as long as there's activity and I'm seeing animals and whatever, it's it's good and it's exciting for me and that is fine but he is always sure to make sure he sets me up great for every hunt that we go on um he really makes it pretty easy for me so well that's just a that's just a good added um I get that question a lot like how do I get my wife or or young um you know daughter into hunting and that's the whole point is to make it fun exciting not boring and uh so yeah that kind of answers that question too but um yeah what's the what's the next question it says best advice as my significant other gets more into hunting we kind of answered that one yeah um someone wanted us to post recipes really with the recipe thing we're not uh like we just basically cook everything we normally would with beef instead we use wild game you know i mean when i you know have and she does most of the like casseroles and ground meat stuff and i do most of the grilling and that's basically how we roll i don't know if you have no it's not really much we kind of have our go-to meals that we always stick to you know spaghetti enchiladas chili <laughs> yeah. lasagna not, nothing fancy but no it's um just yeah so what's the next I covered most of them i did get one question that says does lana get many spa days for all she puts up with 
Um, I'm going to say no on that. <laughs> you no. just went on a spa day. <laughs> no, I do. Jake, like I said, I think I mentioned this earlier, but anytime I have a trip or anything planned, he's always said, yes, you got to go. You need to go. He actually encourages me to go on more trips and do more things. But, um, again, it comes back to that me not wanting to ask for help type of thing. So I, a lot of times don't go just because I don't want to ask for another babysitter or something like that but I get to do lots of lots of fun things not always a spa day but well that's what makes me think when the spa day thing it makes me think of our honeymoon and I did hunt on my honeymoon and we went to Hawaii and I only hunted for one day but I and I told her I said hey I'm just gonna hunt one day um and you can have a spa day and she did she had her spa day I went hunting and shot a, I shot two feral goats and I was excited. I came back and then we had, we met up, had a nice romantic supper and that was pretty fun. That And I know some wives don't want, like if your wife isn't cool with that, don't force it. But my, you know, with Lana, it's kind of like, oh yeah, you know, we just went to uh, Florida, I don't know, a year or two ago. I don't know. Right. I, I don't know when we went, but not too long ago, maybe right before Jace, I think, uh, we went and, uh, we just kind of hung out at the pool and messed around, went to, <laughs> we went to Disney world, which was kind of weird without our kids. We did a bunch of fun things and we spent one, well, we actually spent 23 hours hunting. We hunted pigs first thing in the morning and then we hunted, uh, fish um, up and I mean, we literally hunted for 20, we got, we left the hotel at like 3am, got back at like 2am the next day. So, um, it can be done. You just got to make it fun. But what's the next question? Any, I was kind of all the questions. Well, I sent you two pages. You go through both of them. Yeah. Okay. All right, well, and we probably need to wrap this up anyway, but there is one thing, one question I had for Lana, and I told her to think about it uh, beforehand, and uh, that is, what would you tell the younger version of you before you married a guy like me? Like, what would you tell a younger you before you married me? Um, I think that's a tough question, but honestly, it would probably kind of boil down to, you can do it. You know, I am a strong, independent woman. I don't need Jake. That's going to sound bad, but I don't need Jake there to help with the kids and all of that. I enjoy it. Yes. I want him to be there. He's a part of our family. Obviously all of that, but, um, kind of almost to just suck it up and, and do it, but don't be afraid to speak up either. Um, that's probably something I struggled with for a while. Anytime Jake had a hunt that he brought up to me or anything like that, um, I was, you know, before kids, he probably said I was a lot more supportive, um, or showed it a lot more because I was. And, um, honestly, probably at that time I felt about the same way I do now. It was always hard to see him go on these trips and things like that. Um, but I was much more supportive about it and I never really voiced, you know, that it, I was stressed or that I didn't really want him to go on a certain trip or I had something planned and then I couldn't go cause he was going. Um, and so we're a lot more, we communicate a lot better about it now. Um, 
So that would be my biggest advice is you need to have open communication about it. Um, If you are frustrated with a trip that's coming up or with anything, if you're stressed about anything, you know, just talk about it because there are ways to work around it. There's ways to work through it. Um, Advice I'm still trying to give myself is that it's okay to ask for help. Everyone says it takes a village um, and it's kind of true and it is hard to do. I know a lot of women don't like to ask for help. We want to just do it all by ourselves. But I'm trying to learn that it's okay. You don't have to handle everything all by yourself all the time. So that would probably be the best advice. That's good advice. uh, I'm just going to leave it at that. Um, She's a hard worker. I got lucky with this one. She... That's it. it It takes hard work on your end. It takes hard work on their end. And, uh... That's the end. So that's the podcast. Thanks for listening. Um, We'll catch you on the next one.